John saw Jesus approaching him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. For such a proclamation became true for St. John, also announced prior to these holy words the following, I am not worthy to stoop and loosen the thongs of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, and he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, as we end this Christmas season with the great feast of the baptism of our Lord Jesus Christ, on behalf of Father Will, myself, and Father Chris, and the staff of St. Mary's Catholic Center, we want to greet you all a very blessed Merry Christmas one last time. But also greet our Lord. Happy birthday to you. A happy birthday to our Lord Jesus Christ, or rather a second happy birthday, because today he was baptized, and we celebrate that great baptism. Moreover, I will speak on this later. And may this new year of 2021, there you go, bring joy, hope, peace, and above all, God's love and mercy upon each of you as all of us begin anew in hopes of furthering our relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ, and therefore, a Merry Christmas again to you all. As such, we come before our Lord this day to recognize and behold the beautiful miracle of Jesus humbling himself to be baptized. And such a miracle is a great reminder of our own baptisms, of our own sharing in the new life of Christ, and of our own reception of the Holy Spirit as we remind ourselves that all of us, all of us, are sons and daughters of God, and that all of us share in Jesus' priesthood, prophethood, and kingship. In spite of everything that has happened to all of us this past year, and even in these past few days as a country, we can enter into this new year with a sense of wonder and trust and surrender, a sense of awe and reverence, a sense of thanksgiving and praise. For such a trust allows us to recall and remember our true identity as a beloved daughter, our true identity as a beloved son of God. I begin to share the beauty and truth of this feast day with great words from St. Maximus of Turin as, as possible, as follows, excuse me. The Gospel tells us that the Lord went to the Jordan River to be baptized and that he wished to consecrate himself in the river by signs from heaven. Reason demands that this feast of the Lord's baptism, which I think could be called the feast of his birthday, should follow soon after the Lord's birthday. And during the same season, even though many years intervene between the two events, at Christmas, he was born a man. Today, he is reborn sacramentally. Then he was born from the Virgin Mary. Today, he is born in mystery. When he was born a man, his mother Mary held him close to her heart. When he is born in mystery, God the Father embraces him with his voice when he says, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. 
Listen to him. The mother caresses the tender baby on her lap. The father serves his son by his loving testimony. The mother holds the child for the magi to adore. The father reveals that his son is to be worshipped by all the nations. That is why the Lord Jesus went to the river for baptism. That is why he wanted his holy body to be washed with Jordan's water. Therefore, someone might ask, why would a holy man desire baptism? Listen to the answer St. Maximus says to us all. Christ is baptized, not to be made holy by the water, but to make the water holy. And by his cleansing to purify the waters which he touched. For the consecration of Christ involves a more significant consecration of the water. For when the Savior is washed, all water for our baptism is made clean. Purified at its source for the dispensing of baptismal grace to the people of future ages. Christ is the first to be baptized then, so that Christians will follow after him with confidence. For when the Savior is washed, all water for our baptism is made clean. Yes, that rain, that snow, all water is made clean. At its source for the dispensing, of baptismal grace of the people of future ages. Our brothers and sisters, we are those Christians of the future age. And moreover, with great joy, we celebrate our Lord's sacramental birthday of making the waters of the earth holy so that we can partake in this saving grace of new birth and new life in Jesus. Therefore, as Christmas time reminds us, all of us as Christians in the world, for the way that we celebrate this season marks us as different from those who observe a pleasant holiday, a day for giving gifts and receiving gifts and days gathering with loved ones. Yes, there is great wisdom to these actions, but the deeper, deeper reality of said actions is that we do so with the knowledge that the newborn Christ, whom we are celebrating, eventually suffered and died to save all of creation. That our Emmanuel became love incarnate, joy incarnate, and truth incarnate to save us all. In practical ways, this day and this great feast brings us back to the joy of receiving this great gift of our baptism. And I want to encourage all of you to celebrate your baptismal days. Mine is August the 5th, which is beautifully appropriate, because in our liturgical calendar, it's the dedication of St. Mary Major in Rome. And so I encourage you to celebrate your baptismal day again. And hey, you'll get some gifts out of it too. But that's the reality of being able to celebrate with joy our baptismal. For the way we celebrate this season helps us to understand and remind us of our baptism. Our brothers and sisters, 
and practical ways we share proclaiming the truth of sharing in Jesus's life. And so, as we recall, firstly, as our true identity as a child of God, it's always recalled that the truth that we share in offering sacrifice because of our common priesthood with Jesus. Second, we share in proclaiming truth to the ends of the earth that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life because of our common prophethood with Jesus. And thirdly, we honor and revere each other as kings and queens and princes and princesses, children of God and heirs to the throne because we share in the kingship of the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. As such, here are three practical ways in this upcoming year that all of us can remind ourselves of the great power we have received because of our baptism. The first is to first truly offer a particular intention intentionally when you come to the holy sacrifice of the Mass. Again, to offer a sacrifice intentionally with your whole heart, soul, and mind. In other words, I encourage all to arrive before Mass and recollect yourself and bring to the altar a particular intention of sacrifice. Such a sacrifice can be giving to the Lord a particular recurring sin or bring to the Lord a loved one by naming that person intentionally. When it comes to the offertory, which is a transition in the Mass between liturgy of the Word and liturgy of the Eucharist, remind yourself again of that particular intention intentionally that you offered up. Moreover, the second practical way is to read sacred scripture more this upcoming year and to faithfully and courageously proclaim the word made flesh to others. If one is afraid, if one is afraid, all one needs to do is simply ask the Holy Spirit to guide you and help you to find the words to say. One prayer that is quick, easy, and simple is to simply say, Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Help me to say the words, to proclaim the truth. And even a more simple way to proclaim the word is to simply take your Bibles and proclaim the word to one another in your prayers or when you meet one another. In other words, bring your Bibles with you and simply proclaim any word in the Holy Scriptures. For when you simply take the time to read the word intentionally, all of us have the ability to proclaim our Lord Jesus to others and to those whom we meet. And now the third practical way to recall your baptism is to simply acknowledge one another as kings and queens and princes and princesses. In other words, I know for myself, I've been catching up on the season of the crown recently, and it's so beautiful to see the formalities, respect, and dignity in the simple gesture of a slight bow that everyone does and makes towards the queen and to her family. 
Your Majesty. Your Majesty. Therefore, I encourage all of you to make a spiritual bow of reverence to one another and greet each other. And if you want, feel free to make an outward expression of your interior disposition by making a slight bow towards one another, reminding of the dignity of that person. For all of us are human and need such signs of us to genuflect, bow, and show outward expressions of our interior hearts towards one another but especially to our Lord. And we should show rightful expressions to each other as well. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, fellow baptized Christians, in this feast of the baptism of our Lord, we receive one final Christmas message, especially from the second reading, for we listen that our Savior is the one who came through water and blood. It is then continues, whoever is begotten by God conquers the world. And the victory that conquers the world is our faith. Who indeed is the victor over the world, but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Therefore, may the Christmas season be a time for us to remember that if we believe in the Son of God, we too will ultimately share in his triumph over death. As we begin this new year of 2021, may we always be reminded of our baptism and our great gifts that we have received from the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. May this feast remind us of our sonship and daughterhood, and may we continue to grow in faith by recalling our common priesthood, our common prophethood, and our common kingship of our Emmanuel, Jesus Christ the Savior of the world. Thank you for listening to Aggie Catholic Homilies. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Be sure to check out our sister podcast, Aggie Catholic Talks, to hear talks from Magnify, Catholicism 101, and more. Thanks, God bless, and gigum.